Ruben Simon Roy, thank you so much for coming on the Building Bridges podcast. And how have you been, man? It's been a long time. <laughs> it's hey, been I'm when long. the pleasure's on. Yeah, it's been a long time since we met in school in DPS, and yeah, I do miss you. And also, yeah, I've been. It's a privilege for me to be in this show with uh, Mr. Raman and actually talk about experiences. After all, Building Bridges is about talking about one's experience. and being molded from that and how you can be a better person every day so yeah it's a pleasure pleasures all mine being in this uh, thank you too kind too kind or right, I'll, i'll pay him you 500 rupees so <laughs> but um so a very interesting thing about me and ruben uh, right is one second yeah uh, something very interesting about me and ruben is we've known each other for a long time and mm-hmm. we were we were in the same house which is the same house we were in the nile house we were in the blue house too yeah and we've been in a lot of competitions together a lot of sing alongs lot of sports galas mm-hmm. a lot of basketball, basketball competition cricket yeah. whatever you can think of we've been together whether it's primary a, bit, a little less yeah, in the senior true. wing but a lot during the primary yeah. mm-hmm. but, very true uh what's the first thing that comes to your mind when i see the word dps charger what are the one of first what are the first few things that come to you okay so now when i think of dps shaja school is obviously reminding me of memories honestly i don't remember anything in the textbooks like even even if i do it's probably just because of boards probably but or else it's just reminding me of memories dude like friends teachers all the pranks and the uh, hangama we created in class and the annual days the gratis programs all those special moments yeah those were like the main memories i had in school and that's what i mainly remember so yeah dps actually it's i mean come on like literally i've been there for 12 years of my life so i think even you've been there since kindergarten if i'm not wrong right so yeah, yeah, yeah. kg1 but i left in grade 12 so it is what uh-huh, yeah yeah right right so it's brought me a lot of memories both good and bad at the same time uh some memories have been like really enlightening some memories have although they have been bad they've actually molded me like as a huge personality um so i'm open to share anything with you because deepest has already been a chapter of my life and i'm proud to like be a student and an alumni if, now if i can say because i already passed out of that yeah so yeah it's going to yeah. you will do it there's another batch that's passed out of after us man yeah, yeah. that's what but Mm-hmm. that's the craziest thing about maybe dps um mm-hmm. one thing that i always liked about you which a lot of people didn't and i'll be telling you right now is your competitiveness i loved how oh. competitive you you were competitive <laughs> and but one thing that i found, one thing what i was really thinking is you were competitive but you never want you know wished bad for anyone and that's a distinction mm-hmm. that needs to be made where you were like you were like okay used to whenever someone used to do better you're like okay fine all right is done but you, you never said ki i want him to do bad i but i think your attitude which i don't know if i'm saying it right or wrong is i you want to improve yourself and that's something that i saw in you whether it was oh, in the prefectural or whether it was us being in cricket or anything but, mm-hmm. and also you were very emotional in the sense ki you always you were a lot of very passionate with anything you did so oh, why do you thanks, think thanks dude like sense of yeah. passion the sense of competitiveness where do you think you kind of got that from okay so honestly okay uh, as you've said before yeah i have been a competitive person since before and i'm not going to lie about that because i always believe that um in life okay only once you fight for something what you love will you actually get it so that love that passion for me be it studies be it sports be it relationships only if i'm ready to actually fight for it or if i'm actually ready to you know um if i need to cherish it or if i need to truly value it i'm ready to fight for it like uh take for instance um I remember the grade 5 uh, the grade 4 sports gala yes. uh, if if yeah. i'm not wrong So uh were you part of the cricket team that day? I was uh, part that year. 4th and 5th. You were part of the cricket. 4th and 5th grade. So I remember in grade 5, okay, um we won the gold medal for cricket. So yeah. that time 
we were actually the underdogs. Like, if you remember that time, Danube House. Danube was insane. Having, Danube had a great team. Insane. They had all the school team players. And we were just, we barely had anyone. Yeah. Okay. And we, we had no chance of actually qualifying the semifinals and then reaching the finals. Nobody expected us to actually be the winners. So, like, at that time, if it wasn't really the coordination, like, that team spirit amongst us that we have to do something about it. We have, like, it's not just about winning, but actually giving our best shot. So, like, we wouldn't have won it, obviously. And it's, like, that passion amongst us, that driving force, which is, that's the main thing which pulled us. Like, other teams must have had people like, uh, I'm not going to, okay, I might mention a few names, but not to offend or anything. Uh, there was Bala, there was Nikola Deser, and there was, Adwet. Tom, yeah. Adwet, yeah. Adwet, Adwet, yeah. yeah. So, so all these people like insane. So I think they what, were insane. Team players yeah. in grade five, they were in the school team. So bro, we were. I'm not joking. Our cricket team was what? I think they used to be Arka, who used to play cricket. <laughs> but Arka, yeah, besides yeah. that, it was yeah. all of us were either athletics or a lot of us weren't even school team, weren't even into sports, but we liked playing Absolutely. cricket. So it was like a yeah, team, of, we, uh, team of misfits. Yeah. Team of misfits. Absolutely. Who had and that's uh, when it shows. Yeah, it's the collective over the team, right? It's a it's a it's a collective <laughs> feeling uh, versus yeah, yeah. a few good players. Definitely. So I think that's what pulled us forward and uh, made basketball. us active. I don't know if you remember the basketball, basketball yeah. great four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. basketball. Yeah, yeah. Even I was there in the team. So you both mm-hmm. in fourth and fifth. We lost. We came yeah. second both, but yeah, we the great fifth one and both to Indus House, which is kind of sad. Like Indus had. Yeah, I mean. They had a pretty good team. Yeah. yeah. So, what like, people, yeah. So, I don't know what you, you remember in the grade five. In the grade five one, we faced uh, Danube, and Danube had a mm-hmm. decent. They, they had tall players. We didn't know whether they were good or not. Okay. They had tall. All of us. We had only. We were a decent team, but it wasn't anything special. Yeah. Again, with the basketball, we yeah. had. That's where coordination helped, and what we found out was that. It's not about see look how good we are. It's not about that. It, it's about the lesson that you learn from there. And I think sports, absolutely, we can, we can get that as well because you were in athletics as well. And yeah, I yeah, I was in athletics. Yeah. And I've spoken about it. Mm-hmm. Was, sports teaches you a lot about life. Sports teaches you how to handle Very your emotions, how to handle yourself under pressure because pressure creates diamonds. And mm-hmm. how do you work as a team? That team spirit is extremely important. And that value yeah. again also it, it's not it's not only when you're learning about it, when you're in the team, but it's also when you get out of that team environment, when you get into the real world, where you are working with people's uh, good, bad, you know, their pros and cons. And I think that's where it really gives you an insight of how to handle or how to at least work with people. So that team spirit. Yeah. And also how to handle, handle, handle not only others' yeah. emotions, but as well as your emotions. Yeah, yeah. Very fascinating. So. I think that that is a really nice way to segue to athletics, and you right. were in the athletics team, and you, you used to yep. one thing you were quite a fast runner. Now you could run quite mm-hmm. fast, you know. I was I only yeah. got faster when I was in senior wing, and primarily I wasn't the fastest at all. So that's why I used to just come fourth or fifth yeah. in the sports guys. But you were quite <laughs> fast in general. Yeah. So where do you think but, this yeah. athletics from? How did you like get into athletics firstly, and then how did you get it first, like just running in morning games and then school? So how was that journey? Right. So athletics, yeah, it was a hell of a journey, but it was worth it. So since childhood, I've been always a fast runner. Like I think since third grade onwards, if I'm not sure. So uh, I think after the third and fourth grade sports gala, did my sports teacher Shijam I'm actually noticed that I have talent. So I started joining the athletics team. And it was in grade six when we I actually started participating in competitions. But uh, the problem was that even although I was quite fast compared to the school level, when you compared with people from other schools and from UAE, I was not really that fast. Like there were much, much faster runners out there. And like, honestly, what I found out was that, okay, it's not just about your talent. Like you have to actually work hard to win medals, like for your school on an inter- inter-school level. So I s- still kept attending. It was, y- you know the drill, yeah, morning games and then coming back to class, full tired, yeah. and then feeling sleepy. So the balance was quite hard, but I did try to ma- maintain a balance. Yeah. And, but like, what's more, like, I wouldn't say 
bad but like okay uh, in 7th 8th and all i used to participate in these uh, competitions i used to run mainly the 400 meter and the 800 yeah. so in these races and all like okay uh, i always used to go without fail but i never could really win any medals so like every year after working hard and hard and hard i felt like there's no point in really going for athletics because i'm not really winning any medals and i'm not getting any results right so how is this going to be really beneficial to me as a like obviously if you're going for something you have to go to win it yeah like even though if it's playing basketball or even if it's going for athletics at a certain point you'll feel like if you're not getting any good results there's no point in playing but little did i realize that even though i'm not really winning any medals on an international level athletics itself has molded me to a much better personality physically mentally emotionally it has led me to win other kinds of competitions which involve uh, physical endurance and because if it wasn't for athletics to be honest i wouldn't have still been you know going uh, attending marathons now i wouldn't have continued playing other sports with full uh, physique and uh, with uh, full so like what i'm basically trying to say is that suppose if you're doing something and if you're not really getting results for that doesn't mean that you should stop doing it like you don't know the other array of opportunities on the other side through which it can bring out results on so that's what i'm basically trying to say so athletics taught me a lot besides just winning medals like okay later i started uh, winning marathons here and there the 3k the 5k but it wouldn't have all happened if i stopped going for athletics so athletics provided me that base to actually capitalize and you know increase my stamina and endurance all the time yeah no that is really that's well said man and i i, I have okay. to agree with every single thing that you said because yeah it's true man <laughs> it's it's completely true. true like there's nothing i can mm-hmm. disagree with you where i think a lot of us mm-hmm. do think like, to be honest ruben let's say if we weren't playing any tournaments and athletics you guys didn't have many tournaments as much like basketball yeah, you have like tournament. every tournament god we have so many mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. we had opportunities to improve but like something like football or athletics you had like clusters or you had one or two maths so you knew that you could yeah. mess up right so that pressure was even absolutely. more oh absolutely so, yeah. pressure was there yeah. so what i found really interesting especially about representing school and i know i've mentioned this many times is it's a sets of discipline like especially what dps taught and all the teachers sports teachers i, I i've gotten people from different mm-hmm. faculties as well like people play different sports mm-hmm. one thing that was okay. that overarched dps or way to kind of talk about dps was family and discipline so you could be the most talented okay. person in the world you could be the most talented person and sports in your particular field in your particular field but if you didn't have discipline discipline mm-hmm. sense you didn't get in trouble you kept your grades high you were talking to everyone nicely that was a lot more important because they understood that these medals are good medals for school and all yeah. good but then they all they yeah. were also developing us as people they were also developing us outside school as well how do we and that's something that i took and yes i was not the best of basketball players i was good but i wasn't the best of it and i was all right yeah but i mean you were pretty good yeah. <laughs> i was all right but okay. it's about this the lesson that you learn outside of it and what you learn during it as well you know and yeah, that's yeah. the sense of i think you you can talk about the indiv- like being in athletics you have to be selfish a bit right i understand you yeah. have to win for the team yeah, so but in the end it's yeah, a, yeah. unlike basketball which is a team sport i want to really mm-hmm. understand what do you think the major difference of differences in mean in mainly like playing like an individual sport like athletics where you are winning for your team but it's still you and maybe yeah, yeah. in a team in a team dynamic like basketball or football so what do you think was the major cuz you played both sports what do you think the major difference yeah, yeah. right so in athletics it's mainly about individuality until and unless you're participating in the relays which is just one or two events but okay in athletics honestly uh now along with my batchmates during that time i knew a couple of athletes who used to train extra time in the afternoon and used to go to the gym at the same time so they used to put in a much more um, much more hard work and effort so that they could individually you know gain more success okay so even i wanted to actually do such stuff but i couldn't try to balance everything because of school and stuff so accordingly what i tried doing is um 
since basketball just requires team coordination and um, team's effort and obviously a bit of skill as well athletics yeah when you look at it in that way you have to individually it all depends on how much effort you individually put and like all of us used to go for morning games but just because all of us went for morning games did not mean that all of us like different people have different speeds uh everyone used to uh in some races i used to win some races other people used to win it all kept changing but after a certain transition i've told you about these few athletes who used to train extra time go to the gym uh, after school or, uh, our batch our batch of seniors yeah, yeah uh, no no uh, seniors yeah, if okay. you know one athlete named arjun sanil i know him i know him crazy yeah, crazy yeah, he was absolutely he was one of the guys where everyone respected him like he was one of the most respected most disciplined athletes and like that's why everyone adores him so he you don't know the amount of effort he used to put in like he used to train with chija ma'am after school in the afternoon and he used to go to the gym and he, basically he put in a much more harder level of commitment and effort which i couldn't put and obviously those results yeah, he deserved those results because he managed to represent dps in the national level as well yeah and but basketball is not like that basketball yeah. how much ever you play individually how much ever you work individually hard until and unless you don't have a team work or a team coordination you can't really get your team back right until and unless you want to obviously aim for the mvp or anything which is a different case no, that's but, an that's a different but oh, oh, i think that's where the fall for most basketball teams um comes is when people start playing individual games rather than playing as a team you can mm-hmm. clearly understand like if a team is losing then you'll always have that one player who will always take the shots or who will always go for the drive ins and all rather than pass it to the mm-hmm. people because he knows that it's his responsibility so it's very it's an right. interesting thing which i've seen deepens as well a lot of the times when you're losing someone like a mosen will mm-hmm. come up and just like hit like two three three points <laughs> up or like, <laughs> like like a kevin will do go do something and what i found really interesting about all these people and especially in a team dynamic is you understand people on a personal level you have to absolutely you have, you have to. to yeah if you, if you don't develop that relationship with them nothing is going to work out like and yeah, especially you don't even get so in athletics at least you understand them because you want to have good harmony in the team you want to have good chemistry it doesn't affect your game being athletic absolutely you're training yeah, yourself yeah. you're doing everything individual but in a basket mm-hmm. basketball it affects your game it affects team morale it affects your yeah. so that's where i remember what alisa used to make sure all of us is we used to train every day together every okay. day we used to train together uske baad we used to all sit in one group and he used to tell us something he like spend time with each other spend time outside school as well this is sides that people don't see of alisa we used to after the match Alisa used to make sure that we used to get food and all, but we used to sit together. When we used to go for and before okay. any basketball match, let's say we are waiting for mm-hmm. our match, we would all be. It's not like everyone would go in their own ways. We would all sit together, both girls and guys. So only time I ever got to sit with girls, which school allowed. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah. um, we used to do everything together. So that, so that bond. Yeah. That, that bond bonding was yeah. very nice. Yeah. that's how it should be done actually yeah that, that is mm-hmm. that, that is how and yeah. we've really spoken about a lot lot of things about dps and good good really good memories but i want to talk about something outside dps and outside it which right, is right. you getting into medical school and you want to you want okay, to you want to pursue medicine if i'm not wrong yeah yeah definitely yeah. that in itself is another chapter another journey <laughs> we need because yeah. you were k na i was l so let's come back yeah. we spoken till 10th now 11th and 12th was another ball game right. in especially in the oh yes, yes and i so you were you you guys were science of psycho i was uh, we were science with math bio. and bio so oh, we, but, i yeah. i had yeah. more than two more than half my class was bio students now a lot of them were preparing for neat and you also right, know right. them how yeah. was that what was that challenge how was that challenge of maybe doing neat and giving the exam how okay. was that uh, right so honestly speaking neat 
it took me a lot of sacrifices to actually clear neat if you can say like that because firstly as i told you men- uh, mentioned before you uh, that i was a member of the athletic team so my parents told me beforehand itself that if you really want to focus on your career you'd have to choose now itself between neat or athletics so it was a hard choice obviously but i had to take the uh, sacrifice so i decided to drop out of the team in 11th and 12th i know that. okay I and know. I, yeah and I, i honestly i feel proud about them because if i was still i wouldn't say bad but if i was still in the team i i'm not sure if i would actually be here studying for medicine because yeah. honestly the amount of uh, hard work and commitment you need for preparing for an entrance exam is i wouldn't say it's too hard but yes it's a bit hard like it's not hard it's key like academically of course it is hard but it's more about the mm-hmm. mental strength it's about the sacrifice mental. it's about feeling bad yeah, yeah. you didn't you didn't go for this party you didn't go for that party or you didn't go for uh, this person's so what i found really interesting was especially with a lot of kids who didn't need is they sacrifice they sacrifice a lot especially with medicine that's how doctors and that's why we put doctors to a to almost a high pedestal is because mm-hmm. yeah, that that it, takes, it and that you're not even a doctor you're, you're far from a doctor brother yeah, you're yeah. you're speaking yeah, yeah. to first year. first year no? first year first year so yeah, you yeah. understand the sacrifice it is like you're in first year and you already understand what it took to get you here that's the reason why okay. there is a neat exam because they only yeah. select the best they only select right. people who are not only the best academically but people who can handle that amount of pressure because yes, it's yeah. only going to get even harder from there and, absolutely and i think that's where your we come back to it is your drive that these are something that you didn't build only during the neat time but this is something in you your passion your sense of <laughs> you want to achieve quite a lot your overachieving thing that's in you this isn't a bad thing at all mm-hmm. but that's only what uh-huh. that, that sense of you need that you need to be a bit of arrogant to get to yeah, yeah, you need right. to see you need to say you know i know the shit i know this you know there's nothing i don't mm-hmm. know of course you make your mistakes you have your, you had your uh, coaching and all that separate up, yeah, but about the yeah. mental side of things which is sometimes a lot oh, yeah. and yeah, yeah you have to be mentally very strong too because you're going to face a lot of setbacks not just for neat but i think uh, you were planning to write the essays right i was planning you wrote the essays you wrote the essays yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay okay so i'm saying not just for neat any exam in particular you are going to face through a lot of mental stress a mental uh, torture but the, the question is whether you are able to actually face it and you know bounce back like okay maybe the failure might be here, here but if you are ready to bounce back and actually face it then it's going to be a cakewalk for you because see like uh, for any entrance exam or any test you must be obviously doing a lot of revision tests or a lot of you know mock papers and stuff mock practice mock papers, yeah so honestly i did a lot of mock tests i didn't get really, really good marks and i felt depressed but there's not not really any point in being depressed about it what you can do is to actually learn from those mistakes and actually bounce back that's what life is all all about if you just go uh, uh, feel depressed and just sit around in one corner there's no point like no one's don't expect anyone to actually console you and tell you to bounce back you have to do that no one no like, one I think the easiest way to say is no one cares. <laughs> I'm going to be a little cruder here, yeah, but no one owes you yeah, shit. Yeah. No one owes Actually, you. No one owes you anything, yeah. and especially no one owes you shit. Yeah. If you want to be no, a doctor, I'm... and if you want to get into this field, or if you want to do anything, mm-hmm. not only is your hard work, but don't expect people to be, especially in a competitive spirit, in a competitive sense. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we know that more than anything, and I think that's where our morning games attitude really helped us. Is you understand when you get into morning games you're in the big leagues you know a lot of people it gets to the head no he okay yeah, yeah. it's about it's not only yeah, the fact yeah. that you got into morning games but it's about how do you sustain being in morning games so yeah that's the of, okay you got that opportunity but how do you sustain it now now you've got into medical yeah. school how do you continue right. being in medical school so that's going to be another challenge okay i got continue into business yeah. i got into business mm-hmm. which is hilarious my story my story arc is like another level And <laughs> that's where I have to be honest with myself. Is I was not cut out for science. I was not cut out for. I was a commerce kid who was stuck in science, and I think 
I'm being mm-hmm. honest here, but a lot of us were commerce kids. It's, uh, it's absolutely glad that you realized it later because honestly, if you would have joined a science course, then obviously you would have regretted it. If you were of meant course. for commerce, then, uh, no. But I think that's where the term ego, right? Your own ego yeah, yeah. or parental pressure, and of course yeah, that peer, pressure. peer pressure. But I'm not about peer pressure. Peer pressure is one thing, but peer pressure from your parents—they're constantly parents, saying, yeah. and you can't blame them. You know, that's only that's only that they know. You see, you can't always Absolutely. blame them. Yes, they have, there is some fault there, but in the end, it's your choice if you want to do it or not. But Absolutely. a lot—I want to talk about an issue which I don't think it's, a, it's spoken about a lot—is your own ego, is your own expectations, parent expectations, society's expectations. Peers' expectation—that's fine. But what are your own expectations from yourself? Which I feel I did not. I should have realized that economics I was good, SST I was good, maths I was good. So the yeah, actually the time, you were you were, all, uh, you, were on, you were pretty good at SST. I think if I'm not sure, like in seventh, eighth, and all, I think uh, I don't know in the washrooms and stuff. Like you all, uh, whenever we used to get our SST papers. For some reason, you always used to get high marks, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, to be honest, like mom stopped teaching me after fifth. Like she like okay. I uh, I can't teach. Like I don't understand all of these things. She understands. She teach me geography, uh-huh. but then history, civics. She's like, you do it yourself. Geography, if I had any doubts, I so people are like, oh, your mom helped you, and I'm like, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course he did. But then she <laughs> helped me in geography. Why would I not? And and I think that's what like my expectations, and I understand. I will be just shifting a bit to to myself is. Right. About how those eleventh grade was not a good year for me. I'll be honest there. I don't know if it was a good year for a lot of people. No, honestly, uh, it wasn't really good year for me as well because it was studies. Not it was studies. Yet. It was new things, new class. Another thing about it was my your entire class changes, right? So yeah, it, that's kind of that. Is, and of course, you you become friends, but I don't know if I all if I ever completely adjusted. You know, yeah, that same bond in tenth grade and eleventh grade is completely different. So fifth to tenth, you have the same class, and then suddenly you change because then people prioritize your own, uh, their own streams and all. And I understand that, you know, that, that's life. But I don't know if I ever completely accepted it. Like I think that's what I, that was my issue. I should have been, and I think that affected my uh, academics because, if I'm being honest, I don't know if I was ever cut out for it. I, like I I got like, my lowest marks in boards. I got a ninety-two percent. No, no, sorry, no, 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 oh, sorry. Okay, wow. no, 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 it was a 91 point something, I got okay, my okay. one, but my lowest grade, lowest, lowest <laughs> marks were in science, <laughs> oh. and that should have given me an insight, because mom and dad, and this, mom and dad wanted me, so my second option, if you, if you remember, I'm okay, I'm giving you something, I'm going to give you a challenge, if you remember, keep your yeah, mind sure. in December 2017, when we were options, when we had options for science commerce, my yeah, yeah. parents were like, "You take commerce. You take oh. commerce because you're good at this. You're good at this. You're good at this." But I was okay. like, "No, I want to do science." At that time, I wanted to become a chemical engineer. <laughs> I don't oh. know. I wanted to get into chemical engineering, but I did. Oh, okay. I to become a chemical who knew you would join business school now? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, chemical engineering, I wanted to get into. So I was like, "So I always, I always enjoyed economics." And there's something, the same stream that I took was the same stream that I, that my brother had taken. So that was also a factor, which is a weird factor. But oh, your brother's also taken okay. Science with eco. So you took. So he, oh, did, he, did, okay. yeah, he did mechanical engineering. That's a different thing. Okay. But okay. I'm yeah. one of the first people for my, I think after a long time, I'm one of the first people to actually be doing business in my family. All my family, my dad's oh. an engineer, my brother's an engineer, my grandfather was an engineer. So I'm one of the first people to actually be doing business in my family. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's nice. Um, That's nice. But I think we come back to expectations, and yeah. I feel my expectations were not mm-hmm. were not realistic with my actual ability. Oh, you put and in a lot of pressure. No, no, no. So if you understand that is, a lot of the times we delude ourselves. We almost I understand there's something about you know having a, having you know. Being uh, self-confident and saying Ki, I know everything, and it's almost saying Ki, you, that arrogance that I was talking about. It's good to have that arrogance, right, right. but there is a right. line that arrogance and that that uh, delusion causes, where you, found, you right. where clearly the results aren't working out for you, but you're deluded, you, but you're kind of delusion in the sense Ki, no, this will work. You know, this has to work. Otherwise, what is there? No, for me it was either yeah, right. if science, then what? For me, it should have been if science, then commerce, right? That's why we have options. 
so right right but so that's why and another thing i don't know if you realize this uh ruben was did you already like take so much pressure from either your seniors and all of when they used to say bro 11th is so hard you know this or that like before the grade before 11th actually started you oh, already right. had yeah. so much pressure of what grade 11 was i feel i had yeah honestly i'm going to admit it even i did uh, if i'm not wrong in 9th grade when uh, we when we were all in 9th grade we used to write the final exams with 11th graders right yes yeah if you yeah know. yeah i remember Yeah, uh, Ruben. Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Last exam, we were also excited and stuff. Can you? Can you? Can you? Yeah, we were also excited and stuff. You can hear me, right? Yeah, I can. Just a minute. Non-issue, non-issue. So, I think what Ruben was kind of trying to say was, uh, your face isn't moving. I think you're. Yeah, that's on. It's okay. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. All right. So, yeah. What we uh, what we were saying was you you were saying that we used to used to sit with the ninth and eleventh graders, and right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So as I was saying, uh, after the last exam, we were also excited. Okay, now tenth board exams is going to be cake board because all of us have heard the myth that ninth is easier than tenth, a uh, ninth is harder than tenth, and then comes eleventh, and then these eleventh graders would be like, dude, tenth if if tenth is the base, eleventh is like a huge leap. Mount so Everest. Just, I remember they say Mount Everest. Mount Everest. Yeah, yeah, Mount Everest. So it was actually like a pretty huge leap, like compared to tenth. We used to start going for private tuitions for almost every. Like if you were you were a science student, right? Yeah. So PCM. you must have understood. PCM. Yeah, PCM. Each subject we have to separately go for tuitions. After that, coming back home, like it was tiring, you know, like compared to tenth and ninth. So yeah, it was actually torture, but I feel. We shouldn't put a lot of pressure on ourselves. We we just need to go with the flow. That's it. That's what I feel. And I think that's what if someone is listening to that is and who is in the grade eleven right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's good to have expectations from yourself, but we have realistic expectations because when you're yeah, yeah. what I'm saying, I think that another thing I need to clarify is realistic expectation does not be having does not mean having low expectations. So that's the clarity that we need right. to make. Realistic right. expectation means setting a goal that you know you can achieve. Achieve. See, because Achieve. if you are, if you if you aim for attainable goals, it's only going to improve your own confidence, your own ability, and that's only when yeah. you're gonna you, you're gonna you'll be aiming for even higher or even higher. If you keep it at if you keep your aim only so high, where it's unattainable and you don't reach it, obviously you're going to be demotivated. Absolutely. So, I think that's really. That's another. Yeah, and there's one more misconception actually, like. uh if i'm not wrong we used to have the for um, the small weekly tests and the uh, summative test right so i w- i wouldn't be really fond of saying this but then there used to be a lot of comparison among people after getting marks so yeah. honestly i'm kind of against much. that very concept. much yeah. it's an indian thing in general a lot of indian it's thing in general cbse so, thing yeah yeah it's a cbse thing so honestly speaking i'd rather say that why do you need to compare with your others when you can compare with your own past performance like if you want to get better i say i believe that you have to improve yourself so you have to look at your past and then your present if you try comparing with someone else's potential that's like comparing mount everest with a tree you can't obviously you can't always beat someone else right like ups and downs always happen in everyone's life so if you always try improving your weaknesses you can automatically improve yourself that's what i feel personally and i think that's Until where that, yeah it's a lot easier said and i think that that is like the maybe the counter could be it's a lot easier said than done when everyone's doing the same thing why can't you i think that's where that's that shows strength where if everyone's comparing their marks with each other and it used to happen but let's 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 not let's not bullshit ourselves yeah, it yeah, used yeah. to happen Absolutely. we used to do it ourselves i used to do it so much yeah. like i used to either <laughs> feel so good about myself or so shit about myself and i think that's yeah. where uh i think i remember i used to think about this where at a time at a point where my marks meant more than my own worth my own self worth uh-huh. like where yeah, everything yeah. just became yeah. and that's a very slippery slope where if you're doing well then that's great that's a great attitude to have but when numbers but are dictating your life but holy shit you have to realize that outside marks and outside your academics 
that builds a lot of insecurity <laughs> in yourself where yeah, yeah. you were like if i don't score this much am i am i worthless am i useless am i not you have this and i think everyone does but where you just like what is my worth what is my worth to this and especially you see it how crazy need is in india and uh, how crazy it was there <laughs> in uae man we used to see it in our own school where uh, <laughs> we think i remember i used to be asking kids I used to be asking people in my school, uh, not kids, what am I saying? I'm the same grade. We used to ask, <laughs> if need doesn't work out, what are you going to do? And <laughs> me, one person had an answer. Now, just yeah, like, I understand, <laughs> ki, you know, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's only plan A and you should not have a plan B, C, you, you know, you're like, you're giving it all. But what happens right. if it doesn't work out? Mm-hmm. and yeah that's actually a very good question yeah that is a question which a lot of kids have faced and i know people who yeah. give not fit and mm-hmm. what do you think did you prepare yourself that way where you're like okay if me doesn't work out did you have like your plans or were you someone who was just like you know what it's neat it's either neat or nothing uh your voice getting, is lagging a bit can you hear okay, me now, yeah, now i can hear it so what i was saying was let's say were you someone okay. uh, who said ki if it, it's either need or nothing or were you someone who had like a plan ki okay if need doesn't work out i have this this right so uh uh I, just a minute i'll just come back i think someone's knocking at the door just a minute so you I'll can just hear it. yeah so as i was saying honey okay. honey right so as i was talking about need um your question was about a plan b right yeah. okay so um honestly besides need i wasn't really thinking of plan b i was planning to take a drop if i couldn't really uh, uh crack it the first time so uh, because uh, my sister also uh, was studying for medicine and she couldn't clear it the first time she took a drop here and after going to entrance coaching center then only she actually managed to clear it so that was also my plan like i was trying to take a drop but then luckily i got uh, i clear cleared it the first time so yeah that's about yeah. my story and i think but that is like you're one of the lucky ones man and, but you you know the sacrifice that it take that it took you and yeah. a lot that's of the times that pain and that sense of sacrifice a lot of people aren't able to handle it and i'm not talking about yeah. the drastic measures of suicide no no but of depression of mental health yeah. anxiety and let's be honest all of us had that in 11th and 12th oh yes most of, most of us had anxiety panic attacks we were like and this is more towards 12th because i had i i wouldn't say i i wouldn't say i was depressed but i would just had so much anxiety before every, any uh so physics we used to be fine i used to hate chemistry like i was so bad <laughs> at chemistry and uh, it, it, it was kind of funny how bad i was at chemistry because in grade 10 i was good i was good at chemistry in grade 11 i just don't know what the hell happened you're just like whoa and i think within the first two chapters in chem i remember we had this bohr's model where it was either bohr or heisenberg's principle which proved like what bohr did was like absolute rubbish that like, there are no electronics uh, what was it shells around uh, there's nothing at all it's yeah. just cloud of energy yeah. so within like first two months i'm like so for the last three years what bullshit i've been doing that's just completely wrong and that like messed up <laughs> i'm like bro what is 11th now so i think that's what that's what uh, i do remember a few things like i remember few chemistry i'll, I'll tell you yeah. after, outside after the but i think more than anything i want to get to something which i ask every guest of mine and i like to and i don't know if i'll be uploading this clip or not but what okay. motivates you to improve yourself every single day whether you got into need whether it was before need whether it was athletics whether it was dps whether it was the hamdan award 
what is it that pushes you the extra that what pushes you to the, to get to get to the extra mile see honestly speaking it's not really about um getting something i feel it's mainly about an obsession a hunger for actually attaining success like honestly if i'm getting something okay i'll be happy for that one day but the next day i'm ready to grind again i'm ready to actually because i'm hungry for it i want to show my passion towards it like be it anything sports studies or uh, even medicine for sure like medicine itself like every day you have to keep reminding yourself that you are capable of this you have to, you have to show your hunger towards it and it's obviously easier said than done as you mentioned before you have to show it like you have to show it through your actions through your deeds through your sacrifices and that hunger for me which comes every day that's what actually pulls me to that what drives me to you know uh, attain such uh, stuff stuff as i mentioned so it's mainly about the obsession towards something and i think that is really fascinating that you mentioned that obsession which i also have for business and it but right i want to but i think a counter argument what i would say is okay. again, this is not something that uh, is to put you down but it's something which people would say okay. with that attitude don't you think right. that attitude is very good for the short term in the sense that you then you will have issues with fulfillment right what fulfills you actually where if you're always looking at the next thing do you think you you, you really you never really appreciate the value of let's say what you have is that something that maybe yeah. so what do you yeah, think yeah, that's that happened what could you what yeah what do you think uh, yeah. what do you think about about that that side of things because i'm just looking at yeah. okay so i've got your point so honestly not just me but i think most of us while we are trying to pursue big things in life we obviously tend to forget the small things small little joys pleasures in our life so all i think it's mainly about finding a balance because we can't obviously attain success with no one by our side that's going to be literally useless but obviously attaining success and along with that making a bunch of memories with your friends you need to learn to maintain a balance between both of them then only you'll actually love your life because okay if you're attaining success you might have individually a huge impact but only once you're having a significance on other people's life will you be able to have an inner peace an inner happiness so it's all about finding that right balance and if you find that balance i think you uh you're ready with your life like you're and, ready to actually but i think with medicine right you mentioned key yeah. how your actions affect the other and that's no bigger case than medicine where literally your save your someone's life is in your hand right when you and Absolutely. i think we can come to the covid situation and you know yeah, yeah. you're if i'm not wrong you are in india right now yeah um, it's very bad it was bad it it's yeah. got a lot better thank god it's got better but yeah. during april may brother it was bad it, yeah. you know you understand yeah. how horrible it was yeah. how overwhelming and that's when like i remember 1000 deaths a day used to be a good day and mm-hmm. so that so that's when that's when you just see, you, you don't you don't see people as people anymore you, you see people as statistics So, yeah and oh my god those statistics like those those were scary dude and so honest. i want to ask you ki what was your perspective because you were in, if i'm not wrong you were on the front line right? not front line front line in sense ki how was it seeing that from a medical medicine student that perspective of what doctors had to go through on right so during covid uh, generally before covid uh, most of the medical students okay generally from second year onwards they have their clinicals so clinicals what i mean is they have to go to hospitals for their postings and actually witness see cases so that's only from second year onwards so since i'm in first year and um, we weren't really allowed to go to the hospital because we were in first year anyways and uh, during this covid time <laughs> instead of actually making us go to the hospital they sent us home and made an online class for some reason <laughs> so yeah so it was 3 months of online class and boy it was boring i can like, it's literally this seriously. like i think this is more exciting than most of your <laughs> i'm not being an asshole yeah but this is more exciting i mean <laughs> absolutely because okay can you imagine we used to have dissection like dissection uh, classes during anat 
and we used to dissect the bodies. So yeah. can you imagine dissecting it in real life and looking at the video? <laughs> doing online, you were doing on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. That's completely different scenarios, and it's not really explainable, dude. Like it was that bad. We couldn't really understand anything else. Most of us used to even sleep half the time during online class because. There's no face-to-face interaction. interaction. It's just one. It's just one teacher and two hundred students. Like nobody really cares about that. So, and that's yeah, that's unfortunate. But hopefully, with with things getting back, you do you guys do get uh, you guys are have started to getting in person because I think the first student that got that got priority over everyone is the medicine students because in case we have <laughs> another thing, we need shortages. You yeah. guys are the first, right? Because you know you Definitely. guys are surplus, right? First year students or yeah. second third are already. Uh, I remember medicine. I remember medical students already like helping out with the doctors, nurses, and all because there was such a shortage. So, yeah, yeah, it's been done, yeah. And I so, think we've spoken about a lot of like we've kind of encompassed a lot in your life. So that's where I let <laughs> you maybe. I like I, this is a part of my. This is a part of my podcast that I I, I really enjoy, and this is something I came up with is I let the sure, guest sure. ask me a question. With our conversation we've had right now, or with how many ever years you've known me for a while, what is something that oh, you yeah. maybe okay. like curious to know about me? Okay, so, um, okay, so you've mentioned that you didn't really have a good time in eleventh, right? No. So I mean, it's all up to your wish. Okay, if you want, you can disclose no problem. No, so I, I'll is be there any? <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, because since 11th is a closed chapter now, yeah, I mean, it's been the past. Uh, I just wanted to know, like, is there any particular instance where, which put you down and how you bounced back? Hmm. I don't think I, this thing, the only good subjects that I had in 11th was maybe eco, English, English, like, we don't count that as a subject. Physics yeah, was alright. Like, physics is fine. I used to enjoy it a bit because it was something from chemistry was just learning, right? I was like, how how the fuck can this have exceptions? Like, how can an exception have an exception? Why is every case an exception? <laughs> I remember there was yeah. I couldn't comp- So I had a business mind. So imagine okay. a science kid. Imagine a business kid. Yeah, like some business oriented mind. Leave a business student as well. A business oriented okay. mind saying ki, okay. This works for one thing, this works for the other, but this is the only case that will not work. And there's no explanation. Mm-hmm. It's just like that. So it's valuation. Okay. And it wasn't teacher's fault. It had nothing to do with the teacher. We had some amazing teachers in DPS. Okay, I'm being nice. Yeah. So <laughs> what, 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 what I was saying was the subject in itself was something I could not relate to because I couldn't see that in my real life with business, with economics. You can see that in a day-to-day basis. You can see it in the newspaper. Of course, we had chemistry labs, but most of the time we were just messing around, right? In chemistry labs, yeah. so we there wasn't something that we were actually doing. We could see it practically, and they yeah. did the best. They did the best with chemistry labs and all. But that's it. Personally, I was just like, I'm not interested in the subject, and that's why I constantly I was failing, man. Like, let's not be guilty. I was failing. I was flunking chemistry, and. Mm-hmm. I remember that, and that takes. Why were you able to turn students in eleventh grade, like halfway? Halfway. Uh, uh, what are you asking? No, were you able to change streams midway? Like no, I didn't change the... streams. No. So I'll tell you okay, what okay. happened. So I did grade eleven science. I did grade twelve. I was halfway done with oh. my grade twelve, Ruben. I don't know if you remember oh. me. Like I was there in grade twelve beginning. Oh, yeah, you were there. I remember. So. That's a grade 12 was a better year, better-ish thing for me, where grade 12 was a bit comparatively a lot easier than grade 11. That's just the, it was a lot better. Of course, grade 12 was just bored year, bored year, right? But besides that, it was nice. I was enjoying my time. Yeah, I had good teachers also. So grade 12 was a bit of a resurgence, but it's a weird thing where once your self-esteem takes a hit, your ego takes a hit, your marks have taken a hit. And that time, in grade 12, I dropped basketball as well, right? So in grade 11, I was doing basketball as well. So that was also crazy. So our schedule was announced playing for all tournaments. And I once I came into the senior team, I was playing for all the... Once I came into the senior team, I, uh, I was playing all tournaments and training. And you know how crazy it was for SB, yeah, for SBT. 
remember oh, remember yeah, yeah, time yeah, yeah. so i i mean i got SPD to play that's a pretty cool thing which a lot of people can't see but i got to play with the training for spt and all these tournaments morning games every single day in the morning for me i was mm-hmm. just like that kept me happy and i that was keeping me content and i think the best way to describe morning games is for one hour one hour 15 minutes i could forget about all the problems in my world in my life like any okay. problem i had I could just forget about it and just do my work and do something that i had fun i had enjoyed i didn't talk with my friends i was with my pack okay. i was with my pack nice. and then when i and it's it's like like the like when we used to change in the room change in the locker change in the locker room we had like bathrooms like when you used to change there is just like you know you're in your own bubble and then outside when you go to school you're back in the real world so yeah. <laughs> So that was the difference that I found, but more than anything, it was the failure part of grade eleven. So to be honest, academically, yeah, grade eleven was not great, but friends-wise, it was really good for me. Like, I met a few, I met new people, I spoke to people I would have never spoken to before. I got in touch with them. I got close to. Uh, I went. So it wasn't like grade eleven was all bad. There were some good things in grade eleven as well. and it's only when you're out okay. of school that you can reflect back and say okay you know grade level was not bad it was academic to the side thing is we put so much emphasis on academics this is just an indian thing okay. we do that we kind of forget yeah. that there's more to life than academics absolutely yeah so that side of thing where or a development abroad i'm so happy i went through that in grade level because that it's it's weird ruben if you don't you never understand the heights of success unless you've been in the bottoms of failure Very unless good. unless you've not hit rock bottom and everyone's rock bottom is subjective but yeah, unless, every master was once a beginner right so exactly. yeah every master was once a beginner so for me i think one rock bottom rock bottom moment personally and, and if you're comfortable sharing that as well was yeah, yeah. i remember um Uh, this was like half year lease, grade eleven, and I flunked both uh, chem and math. And remember, okay. we had to. Oh, was it Rajasthan or math teacher? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's a different side. But besides it, it wasn't okay. teaching. It was, and more than anything is when you flunk something, it's the shame that hits you. It's not about the numbers, it's not the marks. It's the shame that hits you. I think that's another concept of shame. It's a very powerful yeah. emotion, man. Guilt. Yeah, all yeah, these things true. are really powerful, and it can really mess you. It can really play havoc with you. Yeah, absolutely. I remember it's just feeling, and I, yeah, and I remember, uh, remember PTP classes. I don't know if you ever did. Was you had to PTP? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. So we had to, so I had to stay back after school for attend a few classes, and I used to feel so okay. ashamed of that. Even though what I I should have seen it in the sense that they're trying to help me. The school is trying to help me. But I found yeah. I I I found that as shameful to me. I don't know, like okay. you understand. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. So yeah. what what it was really interesting about that time was I remember a broad bottom moment was me was when they had given me when I remember teacher had come and come she like you have options like and almost like jokingly she said your options you know you flunked both in chem and math so which PTP would you like to go to? And I remember my heart <laughs> sunk. And that was just like shit, man. I have options of failing, <laughs> and, and yeah. So I didn't choose chemistry because I, I needed help in that. Okay. But no, man. That yeah. was that was one of my rock bottoms. What okay. do you think? If you're comfortable sharing, what do you sure, think? Sure. One of your rock bottom moments. Nothing personal. I don't. Not what personal. Well, dude, honestly, I'll be more than happy. Happy and glad to share this because if there's at least one person who's listening to your podcast right now and is getting inspired, I'll be more than happy. Same. So I'm actually open. Uh, I'm opening to sharing about it. So in twelfth grade, uh, if I'm not wrong, um, uh, remember we had pre boards in December, right? I wasn't. I wasn't there, but I was in the WhatsApp group. So yeah, oh, okay. I remember. Okay, okay. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we had pre boards in December, and before that. We had weekly tests going on at our okay, so okay all four I did pretty well in all four subjects okay but except biology okay actually I'm supposed to be doing great in biology but uh, that time um, there was a problem actually I was uh, 
preparing for this UK medical entrance exam because I wasn't just applying to India. I was also looking at other options like UK and uh, other countries. You were so keeping options. At that time, okay. I, it's not like only need, but you were keeping options in medicine only, but you were looking at different I was I was keeping it all, and I did get offers as well from UK. So uh, my UK entrance exam, the BMAT, it was being held on October uh, 30th, if I'm not wrong. Okay. And my biology exam was being held on November uh, 1st. Okay. So it was just one day gap. Okay. And what's more pissing off is that the SAT exam, which was held on October itself that month in the first week, we had a physics exam clashing with the SAT exam. Many students requested the supervisor she postponed the physics exam because of that. But on the other hand, when I requested that uh, it's only personally for me, could you at least uh, extend it by one day or two days or any kind of any outcome, they weren't willing. Okay, because obviously I, it was just one person and why would they care about only one person? Right? So I had to do a do or die situation. I had to either uh, write B. I couldn't prepare for both BMAT and biology because both of them Biology was like completely different portions and BMAT was like physics, chemistry and bio, everything was there. So I had to take a choice. So I decided to write the BMAT. Okay. And I did pretty well in my entrance uh, medical exam, but my biology weekly exam on the other hand, oh my God, I thought if I just become absent or, you know, if I just write something or the other, something will happen. So I told my mom about it that day that I'm not in interested in writing the biology exam because uh, uh, I wrote the BMAT and I wasn't really preparing for the biology exam. But my mom told me that it's fine. If you have to fail, what, what's the maximum? You're going to fail. That's it. No, nothing worse is going to happen. So just face it because if you're going to be absent, they're going to be asking for a written explanation. And, uh, if, uh, if it's regarding the hospital, you need a doctor's letter. And uh, it's much more complicated. So I decided, okay, fine. I'll just simply write the biology exam. Even if I have to fail, I'll I have to go through it. Okay. So the day I came, it was Sunday morning. I uh, came to class. I told my class teacher that uh, um, I haven't prepared. So can I just go to the library and sit? Because I know if I'm going to write, I'm going to feel anyways. So she said she's going to check with the supervisor. Okay. And uh, finally, when she checked with the supervisor, the supervisor was like, uh, no, you have to write it. The, you ain't got any excuses. I was depressed on hearing that because I even I told the supervisor about my condition and she wasn't really ready to, you know, listen to about. It. Okay. And then unfortunately I did a huge mistake. I decided that I'll um, go to the computer lab and just sit there without no one really realizing. So that was a huge mistake which I did because Apparently, I scanned my RFID, okay, and uh, the supervisor saw me, but I'm not sitting in the classroom. So, main question which teachers are asking is, where did Ruben go? Okay, they are feeling very tense and depressed because I was pleading supervisor that I I couldn't I can't write this exam. I know I'm going to fail. So they were getting very tense. They were they saw uh, so they were checking in the library. They saw in the green fields. They went everywhere and they couldn't find me. They were getting panic. And then finally, in the PA system, my name was being announced to Ruben Simon Roy, please come to our class 12K. Oh my God, that day, I'll never forget it. Okay. And then finally, I decided, nobody knew I was in the computer lab. Okay. I was nicely just playing video games in the computer lab because I knew if I was going to write that, if I was going to fail. So finally, I decided to go back to class when I heard my name was being called. And then the supervisors and the grade rep saw me. Oh my God. they got so tense and they freaked out. They were like, why did you do this? You shouldn't have done it. And then to my unfortunate dismay, I had to write the paper in the supervisor's room. Uh, and then um, after writing the paper, uh, I, could, I, I didn't know anything much. So like I filled that paper. I knew I was going to fail. But immediately after that paper, the supervisor told me that right now you must have filled this paper. Nobody cares. But don't fail for pre-boards. And that, that hit me because she said that nobody really cares whether you fail or pass in life. It's all up to you to decide. She actually motivated me to do well in pre-boards in that same subject of biology. 
So although I failed biology for that DP test, that pushed me so hard. Like I was so motivated to actually that uh, for pre-board one, if I'm not sure, I think I topped the biology exam in my class. So I felt proud about that because that failure actually reminded me that you have to do something about it. Like you can't just keep ignoring it or running away from it. So yeah, that's about it. And damn, that, that's, that's, that's beautiful, man. I think I remember uh, hearing it in the WhatsApp group that in, you know how the news is like, like I remember, WhatsApp, ah, yeah. I'm like, Ru- like, I remember reading, I'm like, Ruben did what? So I, I forgot <laughs> about it, but I'm just like, I was just reading. So I left, I was in India, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just going through my throat and like, wait, Ruben did what? <laughs> I remember yeah, yeah. it was a good joke, but then, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. And that that is that is really cool where you're just like, we're so hell-bent on like either failing or being, pa- or, you know, in the name of success, we kind of don't realize that, you know, failure is kind of a part of it. And I know that sounds cliche, but in your situation, yeah. you're so scared of failing that you just bunked. Yeah. You were just like, I'm out. They thought that you fucking left the school. What did you do, right? You, yeah. Okay. So, they were worried. They were worried. And I think that's where, for a small price, you know, for a small, uh, to get away with something small, something drastic happened, right? Something drastic could have happened. They could have called the police. Absolutely. They could have called their parents. Your parents would have been called the police. They would, they would have freaked out, right? And you know how Indian yeah, parents yeah. are, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. and i think that is something that i could relate and that's where i'm not i used to be very scared of confronting confrontations with anyone not with mm-hmm. violent not about violent i'm talking about in general confrontation we have a lot of that in, in life but after some right. time i realized that they're a part of it and whether you like it or not you have to do it and the further you try pushing something right the more it's going to eat eat out eat inside you where you, you're like, I'll do it later, but then it's going to eat inside you, your guilt, your yeah. emotions, your, it just keeps on playing in your head. And one thing which you don't realize is the mind, like an idle mind is a man, is a devil's workshop, right? Yeah, I think my own spin on it is <laughs> a guilty mind is a devil's uh, supper, to be honest. Yeah. Where <laughs> once you've already lost it, right? Once you've already said yeah i'll do it later and then you're like shit well later then you're thinking about the consequences then you were thinking about okay this person's gonna think so you're thinking in so many different ways that yeah, it's yeah. just better just try to get the job done or even if it's like it's either like i think rip the band-aid far or peel it slowly right so mm-hmm. or, or you yeah, know yeah. you were gonna you, you know you you knew you were gonna fail but in, but I was in, ready to fail. in the yeah. lowest of situations and i think that's where i can talk about my podcast well all this during this one month of hell in India, I saw yeah. so much death around me, Ruben. I think you did as well. You were you were Definitely, in yeah. the thing. You were getting news that you were getting breaking news every day. Every day. I'm yeah. saying, someone from a non-medical perspective. I remember okay. people close to me just dropping like flies. Families being torn apart. Four five people. Four five people in one family dying or my parents' close friends or my grandparents' close friends. And I remember I attended four Zoom, Zoom, like this, Zoom yeah, prayer yeah. meetings of people I knew. And by the fourth one, I was messed up. I was, it wasn't someone, it was someone I knew, not that I was very close to him, but it was that thing of shit. There was, there was just that, that feeling. Of, it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I understand. And I think that's where that that's where something it was just like the, I think the beautiful thing about death is death is that it it humbles you. There's nothing. There's a sense yeah. of finality, right? Where yeah, you yeah. just like you can't do anything about it. Once it's done, it's done. So yeah. so one thing that I found about it was this COVID situation could either scare the shit out of me and me being panicking and anxiety and give. Or it gives me clarity as to what I need to do. Because there are, see, I think once we realize this, there are a lot of things that are just not in our control. How much ever we want it to be, they're not. Yeah. And then they're I don't not, know. Yeah. And then that to, sense of clarity. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, so we have to accept the harsh reality, as you were saying. Because not everything will obviously go our way as we want it to do. That's how yeah. life is. Yeah. And yeah. that is true. And I remember I was just saying, the, 
and I just got the one day I was just sleeping and I was just like I can't live like this, right? You can't live this so much pressure, so much stress. Yeah, with this guilt. Yeah, with this guilt and all this crap. So that day, I vowed. I'm like, I need to bring some positivity in my life. I don't know how am I going to bring this, but I will. I am going to bring some positivity. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I started this podcast. I started this podcast because. Right. Yeah, I started this podcast because I was just like, you know what, I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to, instead of me moping and crying, I'm going to start something and I'm going to start. I Before this, I used to do Instagram lives, but that weren't fun. Like, I was, <laughs> I used to enjoy it. I used to do it for fun. But this is something, when right. when you come with that mindset, ki, I need to do something. And, right. It's a very powerful mindset where I was getting better people. I was getting right, right. better guests. So I think that's about it. That's how. So it's in the sense, and I think comparing your situation, it's only in that sense of fear, on the sense of of uh, sorrow, and uh, so it's a, it's that extreme sorrow which you felt, an extreme shame that you felt during that time, that a good a good solution came out of it. So it's not it's out of the bad something good came out of it, right? So absolutely, and I think that's when we both, I both, we both, and that's why I really respect you, man. Even though sometimes I found you really annoying during the pre pre total board. Like I remember those interviews, like fifth, you were so annoying. I mean, I love you, man. Like I love you so much, but man, you were fucking annoying during that. And I like that. And I like that about you. You never, never stop that. Never stop that. Never stop that, man. Like continue because you were being yourself. You were being that that competitive thing, and that's why you succeeded, brother. That's why you're a two, three time Hamdan. You know, that's why you are you're you're at where you're where you at is because of your hard work, and of course your parents have played a massive role in it. But yeah, don't take anything from you. So I think that's a beautiful way to end it, man. And thank you so yeah, much dude. for coming on, brother. Like it. Oh, all mine. Uh, is there anything um, and anything you want to say towards the end of this end of you want to i like to i like the guests end this podcast is yeah, there definitely so i'd uh highly appreciate it if you keep making more podcasts like this because this itself is a huge inspiration for many of your many people who are actually listening not just this podcast but many more podcasts and i wish you all the best towards making building with bridges a much better platform in the future so all the best with that and hope you become one of the best people ever. Okay. Thank you so much, yeah. man. It really means you. It really means a lot, man. And I'll just end it. I'll just talk to you for one or two minutes after.